is Dead Letter Radio. I'm your host, Taze, and this is episode 31, and here we have the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because we feature your writing, your poetry, your short stories, your unsent letters. We give it a platform, an audience, a voice, but without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible, so for each and every episode, you are the true star. The release date of this episode is August 1st, 2021, and on the release date, we'll be enjoying 80 degree weather for the high with some PM showers. So another great day, enjoy the warmth, and maybe even do some evening dancing in the rain. Now I'm sure if you've been following this podcast, you have noticed that it's been pretty irregular as of late. We'll have an episode pop up, and then a week to two weeks of nothing. And uh, I haven't been very active on social media as well. I touched on it a little bit last episode, some of the things going on. But I want to kind of get into the bulk of, uh, in this short intro, on how what has been really going on. So just bear with me a little bit, because I'd just like to touch base with you guys. It's been a while. And if, as always, too, if you're interested in submitting your own work to be featured on the show, listen to the end of the episode, and I'll go over how to do so. Let me just put it this way. These last few weeks have been something, and then it really all came to a head on the final three days of this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, But rewinding back a bit, uh, as I stated before, I work as a PCA for a family member, and we had a they were doing some emergency maintenance on the apartment. Nothing, nothing serious. And we just really had to pack up a lot of things and move furniture around, which took a few days to do so. And because you're also bouncing, keeping things available that you need to use as well while juggling all the other tasks. So that took a few days to do. And then when that was done, it took a few days to unpack the items and get everything kind of put back together. And that was just a kind of, just a draining experience all around. Fast forward to this week. On Wednesday, kind of just kind of handling a family uh, issue that got kind of heated. And so that was just kind of a draining day all in all. But Thursday, I was going to meet um, close family friends of mine because uh, they're the people that I was going to be house-sitting for. And pet sitting for it. And so I was going to go over, you know, details of how that was going to go. On my way there, about five minutes out from their home, um, I got into a car accident. My first car accident. So real exciting stuff. Uh, basically, as I was driving, a person in the oncoming lane uh, went over the yellow line, clipped the guy in front of me, and then Almost had a head-on collision with me, uh, but we I was able to turn the wheel and we were just at an angle enough that their uh, back right rear end of their car hit the front of my passenger side. And so we just missed each other from a head-on collision. Um, one minute I, I, we hit and then suddenly I realized that I'm surrounded by airbags and the car smells like burning because of the airbag dust. And my shin hurts because it slammed against the underneath the dash. And my car is now facing the opposite way on the road. Um, but all in all, everyone is okay for as much as okay as you can be. I don't have anything broken, just a little bit sore and, and beaten up. My shin kind of hurts, but I can fully walk on it. Uh, my wrist kind of hurts and I had some ringing in my ears, but I got checked out by the doctor and everything looks good. 
the other driver had a cut along their forearm. And really, since there was no loss of life, nothing, no serious permanent injuries, uh, losing a car, because I'm guessing my car's going to be totaled due to the airbag, still waiting to, for to hear about that, um, is really the best way this kind of came out for the speeds and everything that was going on. So that happened Thursday. Friday had its own drama that came up that kind of took up most of the day. And at that point, I was feeling pretty exhausted um, due to obviously just being in a car accident, kind of dealing with the mental uh, gymnastics of realizing that a car I've only owned for about a year and my first quote-unquote new car wasn't really new, but it was a relatively new car compared to all my other 2001 model cars I've had. Um, it was most likely going to be gone. Uh, it was just been a pretty stressful uh, week where I've been uh, a couple weeks, as I said, dealing with the moving stuff as well, even. Um, and this was just a nice way, I guess, for everything to come to a head. So that's been my last few weeks and really the last week this week now um but i really wanted a good episode out um because i want to try to get back on track as much as possible and it kind of feels like i wanted to explain it to you to maybe justify my absence um but also i like to always try to look at well what can we glean from this and the thing i would say is that life happens um sometimes for no re- apparent reason, and it can sometimes feel like it keeps happening in the most negative way for days, months, or years even. But as always, the only thing you can really do is either choose to stay mentally where you are and not move forward or just move forward because everything else is going to keep going. Friends, family, time, experiences, life will keep moving even if you choose to stay still. And so if you're going through something similar, I implore you to... Keep taking, even if it's just steps, even if it's just crawling, moving forward to the person, place, wherever, whoever you want to be. Um, just do it a bit at a time, because things won't stay bad forever. But to get out of a bad place, you have to move somewhere else. So that is this my catch-up on what is everything that's going on currently right now. Try my best to get things back regular. Uh, hopefully you'll hear from me next week (laughs) is how I'll put it and then at the end of episode two I do want to talk about a little bit about the dead letter I mean excuse me the letters to a young poet uh that we did reading of last week that's some ideas I want to do with that we're not going to do it this episode um so listen to the end as well and we kind of discuss that a little bit but I took up enough time let's get right into uh this week's poetry So, the first poem is submitted by Zach, and it is a haiku. The birds chirp above, gloating at me from their perch. I'm jealous, they know. Thank you, Zach, for sharing this haiku. As always, haiku is one of my favorite poetry forms, but I always enjoy the, the... common idea and feeling that so many of us share when we're looking at birds because they're able to fly anywhere and that they want to at least from our perspective uh the freedom to leave a problem or just have a change of scene uh, scenery uh, by just flapping your wings and going and 
in reality, yes, we can technically do that in the sense of we can run or we can we have cars and planes and trains and boats, but they all require resources and then we have our societal uh, responsibilities and it can be very easy to be jealous of the birds who just sing freely and fly freely uh, going wherever the wind carries them. And so I just enjoy this. Whether you're in a good mood or a negative mood, you can kind of always find a reason to be jealous of birds, I think. So thank you, Zach, for sharing. This next poem is by Jennifer Spurgeon. And you can also find her on Togi on Twitter. And it is titled, Baby Dance. Baby, dance with me just a little bit longer. Take my hand and we'll twirl around my mind. Feel the beat move through your body. Be merry and dance jovially with me. Let's forget the darkness outside and the way it makes us feel. Let's forget the way we feel when the music stops. Stomp your feet and lift your arms as the rhythm calls to you. Baby, dance with me while the singers sing and chant and play the tambourine. I want nothing more than to be here with you. I feel my body tire, but seeing you push on lifts my spirit. My body feels light again. Baby, dance with me and clap to the music. Let's smile as we sing along and think of nothing else. We laugh when I make a mistake and we giggle when you make it too. Baby, Let's let the music capture us for just a second longer. Because, baby, I love it here with you. Thank you, Jennifer, for allowing us to share this poem. Regarding this poem they submitted, Jennifer said, Baby Dance was inspired by the Lumineers in love, which is expressed through the desire to be close to someone and be in the moment with them. Baby dance is for those ones holds dear family, friends, or lovers. And I think Jennifer captured that beautifully. There are those moments, and they feel rare because they don't happen all the time, but also I feel like you acknowledge it in the moment, and you can only acknowledge it later. I don't know if that makes sense, but... It's almost you can't grasp it fully. But there are those moments where, as Jennifer put it, puts it, you want to last for an eternity. You want to last as long as possible because in that moment, you only exist here and there and now. You exist only in that moment. The past doesn't matter. The future doesn't matter. Only this particular moment. And in that moment, the universe is small. Maybe it's just the room you're in. Maybe it's just you and that other person. And you're just so full of joy where you can be happy other times, but your anxieties are always in the corner of your mind. Or maybe you're worried about the bills you have to pay or the errands you have to run afterwards. But on these special occasions... Oh, that was one of the dogs. (laughs) On these special occasions... You're only focused on that warmth that you feel. And so like Jennifer said, those words of let's let the music capture us for just a second longer. 
Let's forget the way we feel when the music stops. Hold on to those moments. to something special. So thank you, Jennifer, for sharing this wonderful piece. By Amira. This next poem is titled, Avoidance of Night. The stars glow, but I never see them. The desire grows, but is locked away. I save the rings of Saturn for another day. The pollution has made the sky empty and gray. And yeah, the moon shines, but I never love her, because she haunts me when I sleep, and she beams at me while I dream that I've covered her with my thumb to see the planets. So thank you, Amira, for sharing this poem. Now before I go into what was the inspiration for them writing this, take a moment to think about what you got out of it, what you feel from it. Because maybe you feel this poem is more of an anxious piece. Uh, Maybe always reaching out for something we can't have or having a sense of longing or dread because you can pull it in many different ways. Regarding this piece, Amira said, On the surface, it's about how I really like stargazing. But since I'm in college during the school year, I'm always doing schoolwork and going to bed early or trying to spend time with people and find myself pushing off stargazing with excuses such as there's too much light pollution and people will be like, let's go out and look at the moon. But my excuse for that is that the moon has never interested me like it seems to fascinate everyone else. While I was writing this, I was thinking about how when anyone is actually interested in me, suddenly I lose interest. So I really wanted to kind of contrast how poetry and writing as always and just art is so cool because you can pull things in a lot of different ways based on your own experiences, your own mindset at the time that you're reading or writing something. I even know that from reading something when music's playing, it paints an entirely different scene based on the tone of the music and gives a different energy. And then from a writing perspective and a creative perspective, it can sometimes feel overwhelming when we want to make something. We might have an idea, or maybe we're trying to find an idea, but we're trying to be as unique as possible. Like, we really want to show our genius in a way, and that sometimes that can even prevent us from writing. And so I think Amir is a great example of just taking something that's just factual to you. Amira enjoys stargazing and just didn't have time for it. And then expounding upon that, of relating it to, in Amira's case, how finding love and when someone's interested in them, they lose interest. And then crafting all of that together into a wonderful poem. How they only pulled from themselves and their experiences and what was around them And I just think it's a great example, Amira, of writing from what you know. So thank you. Next, we have a poem by Chico Mug on Reddit, and it is titled, Dad. I dreamt about my dad today. His memories had slipped away. 
I fear he knows it's coming too, when all he is will fade to blue. And he's nothing more than some shoes, a leather jacket, and some glasses. So thank you, Chico Mug, for sharing this poem with us. One of the hardest parts of getting older is to face the mortality of your parents, um, because they've always been there, in most cases. Uh, I was raised uh, mainly by a single parent uh, due to uh, my father passing away when I was very young, so I didn't necessarily go through that experience of seeing them progress and pass, um, because I just don't have a memory of it. But as my mother gets older, it's always a dreadful thing we all have to experience, even when, you know, they're happy and it's good times, that you acknowledge that they're getting older, and that currently things don't last forever, and that eventually it'll be a day you have to face. And then to think about it a step further, that they must realize that too, and how they feel about it. And so I think Chico Mug really captured, even in such few lines, that sobering anxiety that we all have to face of that part of reality. And one day when they fade to blue, we will have our memories of them, our feelings towards them, and the items they leave behind. So thank you. By Lydia Kirschenbaum. You can also find her work at fairygirl.poetry on Instagram. It is titled Beach Baby. I drop beach rocks into the side slip of my bag. Dr. Craig said that I've had rocks since 10 and carried them in jars, full hands and weight on my back. I think she meant to say sadness. I keep collecting rocks, carrying them back home in those jars she described, into the side slip of my bag, then back to the beach. I have conversations with her, too, the ocean, who bleeds her rocks for me. She says, leave your sadness in my place, and let us trade the things that we carry. White froth swallows my rocks, and I hers. We will circulate our baggage in time for the next day. I carry my trade to the beach. So thank you, Lydia, for sharing this wonderful poem. Tackling that idea of the sadness and the negativity we all carry in various aspects, and finding a place a someone, a thing to exchange it with. I think it's just a great way, or let me see, you put it in such a neat way. I really enjoyed the line of, uh, in time for the next day, I carry my trade to the beach. I thought that was just an awesome way to end it and describe the whole interaction because we all have experienced this in some capacity, I imagine. If you're a real nature buff, it could be that you're going to the beach and walking along the sand or going swimming or going on a hike. That maybe when you had the anxiety and the weight of the world on your shoulders and your mind is bogged down 
and all that negativity, maybe then you see an owl, or maybe the breeze catches you, or just the feeling of fresh air in your lungs, and all those interactions and moments takes a little bit away of the negativity. It replaces that negativity. That weight you held gets lighter because now you are holding something lighter. And bit by bit, you exchange those heavy moments, those dark thoughts, those worries, those woes, with the pleasantries that you see and partake in, of the sound of the ocean, of the rocks you're collecting, of the seeing the waves, hearing the birds, and you come back renewed. And then the next time you feel that way a little bit again, you carry your trade back to wherever or whoever you do this with. And so, Lydia, I thought that your poem just captured that so elegantly. So thank you for sharing. And that's it. That was the full episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you so much to all of those who submitted their work and entrusted me with sharing them. Uh, it's always a great honor, and I always really enjoy it and appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please leave a review. It helps out the podcast, lets me know how we're doing. And you can do so. The easiest is on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, where you can leave a review there. If you're unable to, no worries, but that just helps us out a lot. If you'd like to submit your own work for consideration for a future episode, the easiest way to do so is to email me at deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. There, just include the title of the piece. You can send it by PDF, it's a preferred method. Um, and how you'd like to be credited. You can be anonymous as well. And then some background information that you might like shared regarding the poem, short story, or whatever it is. If it's a story, keep it under 650 words. That way, we have time to share other people's pieces as well. If you don't remember any of those instructions, an easy way to do so is to go on Twitter to deadlettercast, that's C-A-S-T, reach out to me there, and uh, you can find my email in the bio, but you can also message me, and we can discuss further. I also have an Instagram, deadletterradio, and you can reach out there as well. I'm really trying my best to start getting things back in motion um, to really get the ball rolling again and give you weekly episodes with some great writers. Before we end, I did want to mention how last episode I did have a reading of um, Letters to a Young Poet, and I was trying to figure out I, how I wanted to share it, and I listened to some feedback from people. It looks like generally people enjoyed it, um, but maybe the placement was a little off for some. So I was thinking that possibly doing uh, like auxiliary episodes that are short, maybe five, ten minutes max, here and there, not not with any real regularity, um, but where I can read a chapter of that, and you guys can just enjoy these bite-sized episodes. Along with that, maybe doing some potential mini-interviews with uh, those who submit submitted to the podcast and want to be a part of the interview. 
Um, so there's a few ideas of kicking around. I also would love to hear if you have any book recommendations like Letters to a Young Poet that can really help bolster people's creativity and how to look at creative works without necessarily being just an instruction manual. Um, and so I'd, you can message me on Twitter uh, about that as well. And if you want to be potentially have a mini-interview uh, regarding maybe a poem you submitted or a piece you submitted or maybe just your view on arts and creativity, I would uh, love to hear from you. Reach out to me. And, you know, maybe I'll reach out to you. But right now, this is just an idea kicking around. No set date of when I'm going to actually feature it, but I wanted to communicate that to all of you. So anyway, I think that's all I have to share it's been a wild week, but I'm happy that I could have got, I could get this episode out, um, get a little bit of normalcy in in this chaos in its own way. And no worries as well. I know I mentioned the whole car crash thing. As I said, I'm fine. I still have transportation because I'm on a motorcycle, which I guess it sounds scary in its own right. But hey, gotta get around. Um, but anyways, as always, uh, this is Taze. Thank you for listening to Dead Letter Radio episode 31. I'm wishing you all safe travels.